Corruption discovered at the core of the banking plan. Reunited, Rush Clovis and Senator Amidala discover the full extent of the deception. Anakin Skywalker is sent to the rescue. He refuses to trust Clovis and asks Padme not to work with him. Determined to save the banks, she refuses her husband's request, throwing their relationship into turmoil. Voted for by both the Separatists and the Republic, Rush Clovis is elected new leader of the Galactic Banking Clan. Now, all attention is focused on Scipio as the important transfer of power begins. Welcome to our 227th Reacting to Raising Interest Rates episode of MandoVision. I'm your host, Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out our small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is, of course, on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mando Oh, boy. Reach out to us on social media at Mando underscore Vision. Twitter and Instagram. There it is. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, liking, and following, and sharing, and all the things for this podcast. We truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, we're stumbling out of the gates here, but what can I say? The holiday season is upon us, and uh, yeah, get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride to the end of the year. <laughs> well, hopefully not. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I hope everyone had a wonderful and safe, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, you and we're back. Like We're going to kick it off. We're going to make it through the holidays here. I don't anticipate any interruptions to the schedule. You'll get one show a week. These aren't the, the halcyon days of yore where I can do two in a week anymore. Uh, that ship has sailed, my friends. But we're getting one a week throughout the rest of the year. I don't think there'll be a pause in anything, uh, at least for the next six to eight weeks. So things should be good to go. Granted, asterisks, that could all change at any given minute. It is the holidays, and things are upon us. But hey, we're here to finish up the uh, the arc of the the banking, the saga of the banking clan, right? And and how they come under the under the under the power of Palpatine, the machinations that go into this, the, the everything that's involved in bringing the banking clan into un, under the sway of Palpatine himself. And I'll admit, I had some, I I still have some questions about this arc. There are some. Uh, some political maneuverings here that I, I'll be honest, I don't quite 
follow all the way through because, you know, Star Wars has always been very vague with us about uh, whatever's happening beneath the surface, right? It's always been a little hard to sort of suss out just exactly what it is that they were going for sometimes. I, and what I specifically refer to in this instance is if you go back and you rewatch Star Wars Attack of the Clones, uh, episode two, the sequence where uh, Obi-Wan's infiltrating the droid foundries on Geonosis, he finds Count Dooku, he sees this meeting of, of this leadership uh, of, of, of people who seem to be spearheading the Separatist movement, and a member of the Banking Clan, Immune, uh, says that they will be signing the treaty that Dooku has put before them. All right, what treaty would that be? Give me a little bit more information. I need to know. What is this treaty that the Banking Clan signed? Uh, is, is this something to, to uh, in, in, in the sense of keeping neutrality amongst the banks, like they were like, oh yeah, we'll give you guys money too? Like, there, there, there's just like some detail stuff that I really wish I had a little bit more clarification on because uh, I remember at the time thinking that treaty thing meant that uh, the Banking Clan was in the pockets of the Separatists. And it wasn't until rewatching this arc that I sort of started scratching my head about that. I was like, oh, was this whole neutrality thing what that treaty was all about? And I, 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 that's kind of where I'm going with things. That's kind of what I, I'm choosing to believe they have set up uh, and that the end, the end game of this arc is to basically break that treaty so that it seems like the banks are in league with the Republic. It's, it's Again, it's a little unclear. Uh, I, I think the show likes to ask us to sort of just go along for the ride sometimes. It's like, oh, Palpatine has control of the bank. That can't be good for anybody. <laughs> and it's not, because again, this is sort of a, a move to consolidate his power. That's what this entire opening uh, bunch of episodes for the season has been, is, is Palpatine, Palpatine pulling more strings and, and, and bringing everything under his umbrella that he needs to become the Emperor, to, uh, to initiate the, world, the first galactic empire. So uh, a lot going on here. And, and the next question I had for, for everybody out there is, is about the character we've been following the most in this arc, is, is Rush Clovis. Uh, and I, I have to ask the question, is the Rush Clovis a sympathetic character? Do we feel for him? You know, he, he spoke, particularly last episode, eh, I think in the first one too even, like in this arc he's sort of been trying to uh, rebrand himself since his traitorous outburst back in like season one or two. And he has been trying to convince Padme of his idealism, his, his, his plans to keep the bank uh, separate, to rid of corruption and make it take it back to its glory days, uh, make the banks great again, and all that good stuff. And, you know, he gets wrapped up once again in, in the plans of people bigger and more powerful than him. Yeah, once again, he becomes a pawn of the Separatists. In this case, it's, it's, he's in the pocket of Count Dooku specifically, and he keeps thinking that he can, it'll all blow over, and he'll be able to restore the neutrality, but it means he's, he's asked to do something that would shatter the neutrality of the banks, and puts them in a position to fall under the sway of Palpatine. Again, this is all by Palpatine's design. This is, Clovis is a pawn, but as opposed to being the sort of like innocent victim, I mean, let's not, let's not pull our punches here. Clovis is also a victim of his own ambition, his own desires, his own sort of quest for power in a sense. Like he may have these sort of these, sort of these noble ideas, but the, the steps he took to get there uh, they make me question if I should feel bad for this guy or not because he took a shortcut. He took information from Count Dooku thinking that, oh, this won't come back to bite me in the butt. <laughs> and, of course, that's exactly what comes to happen. As, as Dooku comes knocking 
uh, right as this episode begins. So that, that's sort of where I want to I want to put you guys all in your headspace. Is, is do you feel for Rush Clovis in this at all? I mean, he did get his butt kicked pretty badly by Anakin Skywalker, but I mean, let's be fair. He was putting the moves on Anakin's secret wife. <laughs> Not that Clovis knew that, but any hoot. Uh, yes, yeah, so I guess I just was curious if by the end of this, if you feel that Clovis is is is, is a sympathetic character or not, uh, because uh, much like like Fives in the last episode, uh, Clovis is painted into a corner here, and I think the writing on the wall of, of how this is going to end for Clovis is, is pretty out there from the jump, uh, just like it was for Fives. Like there was there was really only one way for this arc to end, and that's how they ended it. So. Yeah, and hey, if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. Uh, in the meantime, though, let's go ahead and get the particulars of this episode out of the way because we have to do that. I tend to forget sometimes, but I, I really don't want to forget that is. So <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about this episode. We are in Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Season 6, Episode 7, Crisis at the Heart. Original air date, May, uh, March 7th, 2014, written by Christian Taylor, directed by Stuart Lee. We have a big-time cast this week, once we, as, as we have for the entire arc. Catherine Tabber is Padme Amidala. Robin Atkin Downs is Rush Clovis. Corey Burton is Count Dooku. Dee Bradley Baker is the Clone Troopers. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. The final appearance of Ian Abercrombie as Chancellor Palpatine and Darth Sidious. So long, Mr. Pitt. We will never forget you. Tom Kane as our announcer and as Yoda. Matthew Wood is uh, he's one of the Kraken. He's also a droid. Anna Graves is in this episode. Phil Lamar and Terrence T.C. Carson. What a cast indeed. Our plot for this week, after making a deal with Count Dooku to resuscitate the alien banking clan, Clovis finds himself as a pawn in Dooku's designs. We just said that. Way to go. All right. All right. And our JFC, our Jedi fortune for this episode, deceit is the weapon of greed. All right, friends. Let's do it. Let's get into the episode proper. You know what that means. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. We are grateful to you, Clovis, for everything you have done for the Mune people. To have lost the banks would have been a historic disaster. I would like you to know I have no interest in controlling the banks. I'm simply here to reestablish order. Do you think our friend is up to the task? There are few men I have met in my career who are more dedicated to a cause than Clovis. Once he decides what he is fighting for, little will stop him from achieving it. Let us hope you are right, for all our sakes. Well, <laughs> you heard uh, the voice of Beck Lawwise there, the leader of the Separatist Senate. And, yeah, he's going to have a bad fate in this as well. So things get off to a really rocky start really quickly here. You know, again, uh, Clovis has like these sort of, uh, his heart's kind of in the right place is what it sounds like to me. You know, he wants to run the banking clans the way they were meant to be run, uh, maintain the neutrality, uh, and, and, and sort of further the goals of the Mun people, right? And, and it's, it's, you know, again, it's a lot of platitudes, but, and there's a sort of naivety here in, in Clovis, thinking that, uh, Dooku would not come a knocking as quickly as he does. So let's go ahead and just play it right now. Uh, because again, this is Dooku reminding Clovis who put him in that chair. Ah, Clovis. How are you liking your new office? I must say you look very comfortable behind that desk. Count Dooku, 
What do I owe the pleasure? Come, come, my boy. You don't think I'd let such an important day pass without wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, but luck has nothing to do with it. The transfer has occurred without a hitch. Well, of course it has. The Separatists are fully behind your appointment. After all, aren't we the ones who put you there? For your support, I am grateful. But I now must lead without allegiance towards either side. <laughs> Is that so? Quite the idealist you have become in so short a time. What do you want, Dooku? To collect on my investment. How do you think the Republic would like to know that it was I who supplied Rush Clovis with all the information he needed to topple the leaders of the bank? I will tell them myself. Oh, but you can't. I put you in power. You belong to me. And if you want to stay in control, you will do as I say. The banks will remain unbiased. Then I'm afraid the Separatists will be unable to pay the interest on our loans. But the banks will collapse and they... What if you raise interest rates on the Republic? What? You know I can't do that. Oh, but you can. And you will. Or everything that you fought so hard for will be destroyed. So, Clovis imparts that news to Amidala, who uh, does not react favorably to it. And it does not go well at the Senate when that news gets passed along. Uh, things move really quickly in this episode, in case you haven't been kind of following along here. Things move at a very breakneck pace in this episode. So, we move very quickly to the Jedi and their assertion. Assertion? Ass <laughs> Uh, listen, they're watching, they're paying attention. Here's their conversation. <clears throat> Correct. You might have been about Clovis. It's incredibly foolish for him to make a move like this so early. He will turn the whole Republic against him. Not clear to us are his objectives. Want this? He might. Something's wrong. This doesn't make sense. So as this is happening, Separatist forces are arriving at the planet to... You know, sort of kick things off, if you will. It's <laughs> Scipio is about to be uh, as much a pawn as Rush Clovis is in this whole situation. So Separatist forces are arriving, looking like they're preparing to launch an invasion of their own. They swoop down and quickly destroy uh, Republic forces that are that are there with Amidala, her escorts, if you will. Uh, the, their ship gets blown up, and uh, Commander Thorne makes a valiant effort of fighting off the overwhelming odds. Uh, and it's a really cool battle. Like I, I do recommend checking that sequ that sequence out. It's it's got a lot of really really great action between the clones and the droid army, uh, and and Commander Thorne uh, making a valiant last stand against the 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 droid armies of the separatists. Uh, but it's all for naught, because the clones, as always, are just innocent victims in all of this, just created to die for for the 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 power hungry madman that is uh, Palpatine himself. So, <laughs> uh, Dooku arrives on the scene and reveals himself as uh, the secret benefactor of, of Rush Clovis. And let's hear Amadel's reaction to all these things. As again, Clovis tries to maintain that I've got this, I can get this back under control. You got to trust me. But uh, Padme's not hearing it, and uh, some choices will be made. What have you done to her? Clovis, what is going on? I didn't want this, Padme. Why don't you tell her what you did want and how you got it? Duke! 
Pardon me, this is not what it seems. Hasn't she joined our cause? Clovis here told me how instrumental you were in getting him to power. If I had known... Either you are with us, or you are against us. Arrest her. We can't do this, Dooku. The Separatist Senate will never approve. <laughs> and as Dooku just said, you're either with us or against us. That's not just applying to Padme. That's applying to Beck Lawwise. So as Padme wrestles a blaster away from a battle droid, <laughs> uh, Dooku's gonna Dooku's gonna do some stuff here. This is um, it, it's sort of <clears throat> what's the word I want to use? Not not like glossed over necessarily, but. Uh, uh, Padme is holding the blaster that fires and kills Beck Lawwise, the leading senator of the Separatists. Nothing really ever comes of it in the, in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'd like to, it would have been fun to sort of explore the sort of psychological ramifications that Padme has of kind of initiating this, this murder, but, but that's not to be. And, uh, let's just go ahead and play out the rest of the, of the sequence. So you'll hear Beck Lawwise get shot and the force being used and all the good stuff. No, no, no! No! Are you insane? This was not part of the deal. What deal? What have you done here, Clovis? He's given us the banks. Gone are our debts, and gone is any credit for the Republic. All of your idealism was just a front. There was nothing I could do. Everyone has their price, my dear. So yeah, that's bad news. Clovis is now uh, looking very bad in the eyes of this woman that he clearly desires. Uh, and now we go back to the Senate where news of the invasion reaches the Senate and they're preparing to... Uh, <laughs> intercede on behalf of Scipio by sending their own fleet to drive off the Separatists. And because Padme's involved, it's easy to manipulate Anakin into taking a part of this, as he's already been neck deep in everything already anyways. So uh, let's just see what's going to happen here. So let's go ahead and get to Dooku conferring with Sidious on all their sinister plans. Lord Tyrannus, the Republic fleet will be arriving shortly. Very good, my lord. Clovis has blindly played his part. It now appears he coordinated the entire Separatist takeover. And because of this treachery, the banks will be firmly placed under the control of the Supreme Chancellor. So Dooku's going to make his way out, and he's going to pull back the forces of the Separatists to kind of clear the way. They'll make it sort of an easy, uh, I don't want to say fight necessarily, but it will be less of a challenge <laughs> with uh, no ships in orbit and just some forces on the ground. Uh, let's go back and hear Padme and Clovis getting into it with one another here. Why are you doing this? You wouldn't understand. I had to strike a deal with Dooku, but don't worry. I am the one in control. As soon as things have settled down, I can get rid of him, and I'll control it all again. Listen to yourself. The Republic is sending its armada to take back the banks. You've brought war right where there cannot be war. Your actions have destroyed the banks once and for all. 
Not quite, because, well, <laughs> this is what Palpatine wanted all along. So now the Republic forces arrive. We get some good battles going on, but this is when Dooku pulls out the Separatist forces. And, well, like I said, let's let's cut to Clovis here finding out that, uh, that all that support he thought he had from Dooku. Uh, not so fast, my friends. Let's go ahead and check this out. A Republic attack fleet has just entered orbit and is approaching the city. Get me Count Dooku. It appears Count Dooku has left the planet's surface. What? And the Separatist forces are in full retreat. We are alone. <laughs> so, he's been abandoned to his fate already. Anakin Rex lead the charge. It's all looking bad, bad, bad for Clovis really, really quickly. Let's cut back to Clovis's chambers as he's watching the Republic forces now descend on Scipio and the thing he was trying to avoid all along happening right before his eyes. Such plans I had. You know, I've spent so much of my life misunderstood. What will they say about me now? What will I have left behind? Clovis. You have to turn yourself in. All right, so here's the big mistake Clovis makes. Like, this, this is really bad. <laughs> He's going to take Padme hostage. Not a recommended course of action. Don't think that's a good idea, my friend. Uh, it's only going to get the ire of Anakin Skywalker up again, and, and any chance... Of, of him listening to you is now like pretty much out the window, you know. And Padme, your biggest advocate, you now have a, have a blaster to the side of her head. Uh, this can't go well. This can't end well. He should have listened to Padme about turning himself in, tell his side of the story, tell what's going on. Um, again, I don't think it would do much to save his own skin, but at least he could, you know, have a clear conscience, I suppose. Though Dooku and Palpatine would probably just murder him in prison. So, and maybe maybe he knows that. I'm not so sure he knows that, but I, I like that sort that that sort of moment before Anakin arrives when when he's watching out the out the out the window the battle on Scipio, the thing he was trying to avoid the most happening, uh, and then he sort of becomes, um, we'll just say self interested at that point as he begins to to ponder his legacy and 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 how people will view him after this incident and things like that. And I think that's ultimately what leads him to make this choice to take Padme hostage is like he's still trying to be in control. He's still trying to define his legacy here in these final moments. But uh, he doesn't realize how much the deck is, deck is stacked against him. And yeah, let's just hear this out a little bit. It's over, Clovis. All right, now we get into a little bit of some space, uh, some air-to-air -air combat here that's going to cause the scene to flip a little bit. So you'll, you'll hear a little bit of the space, of the of the, of the air-to-air -air here, but check it out. Stay away from me. I didn't do anything wrong. You have to believe me. You don't want to do this. You don't understand. You've all been deceived. Yeah, by you. No! By Dooku! I'm not the villain here. Tell him, Padme! Let me go, Clovis. 
Well, and before he can make a rash decision, uh, the decision is made for him as, as uh, that air-to-air -air combat taking place outside of his window is about to crash into his chambers and send them both, Padme and Clovis, skittering to the edge, prepared to fall. Uh, Anakin is able to make the leap to grab onto them both, but it is a precarious grip at best. And, well, this is one of those moments, right? Let's just find that bit of audio here. As uh, You'll probably hear some explosions as things happen. Check it out. Interrupting it here because I have one question to ask. Now we don't get to see a good angle, like so we don't really know uh, what is maybe holding Anakin in place. Is he being supported by something? Does he have his hook wrapped around something? Is he using the Force to sort of anchor himself in place? That was sort of a question I had here because it looks like he'd be in a very precarious position to be pulled over the edge by both of them as well. So I was I was sort of curious what he was using, uh, if it was you know again sort of like the for using the Force to anchor himself. Uh, perhaps he has his foot latched around something. We don't get to see very clearly, but I was sort of curious about that. And now, again, the end is in sight. There's only one way out, and Clovis decides that this is the way out. I'm sorry, Padme. No! He lets go of Anakin's hand and plummets to his own demise. And uh, it's, it's a sad, but is it a tragic ending? for Rush Clovis, right? That's what we have to sort of wonder here. It's okay. You're okay. I'm sorry, Anakin. I'm sorry. It's over now. It's all over now. It is. Or... <laughs> is it not? Because we have to go back to the Senate now where things are happening, again, by the design of one man and one man only. Let's go to the Senate. Plan? It was Rush Clovis who was behind the corruption that almost caused our collapse. In hope of a better tomorrow, we cede control of the banks to the office of the Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. It is with great humility that I take on this immense responsibility. Rest assured, when the Clone Wars end, I shall reinstate the banks as we once knew them. But during these treacherous times, we cannot in good conscience allow our money to fall under the manipulations of a madman like Count Dooku or Separatist Control again. May there be prosperity and stability in all our Republic lands. May our people be free and safe. Long live the banks! Well, there you have it. Long live the banks. 
Rush Clovis, painted as the scapegoat, takes the blame for all of everything. The corruption that he uncovered, uncovered uh, they're going to blame him for all of it. And now the Munes have turned over the banks to the Republic, and it's just what Palpatine wanted from the jump. And Padme sort of watches on here, and I think she, you know, the look on her face, you have to sort of wonder, like, you know, she's just watching Palpatine amass more and more power throughout the Clone Wars. And, you know, you would like to think at some point she'd be very suspicious here of everything going on. But there's no evidence. There's no proof. But it's alarming to her that Palpatine continues to gain far more power than any chancellor before him has ever had and stay in, in office far longer than any chancellor before him ever has. So, again, these are all red flags, but... No one seems to be willing to 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 look too closely at Palpatine, um, and again, he makes it that way on purpose. You know, he's got people, all the people, right people in his pocket to make sure that no attention's ever looked at him, and and he orchestrates these actions so he looks like the hero every single time. You know, it's not like he's taking power from the banks; they're giving it to him willingly. Uh, and so we, we we sort of complete our our journey in, into these first uh, seven episodes of season six showing the way Palpatine likes to manipulate, the way Palpatine likes to amass power, and the way he kind of is, is, is just, again, pulling all these strings. He's got an entire tapestry of threads wrapped around his fingers as a giant web of deceit and deception. That'll be a line that comes up in a couple of episodes. And you can't help but admire it to a certain extent, the way he's playing these saps like fools. Uh, it's unbelievable stuff. I, I like this art quite a bit. Uh, again, I have a lot of questions about it, it, but it's eight buckets for me. It's 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 an eight bucket episode. Again, I, I like seeing Palpatine orchestrate and pull off all these these crafty maneuvers to amass power and to, and to solidify his base. Um, not that you're rooting for the guy, but you know we all know how Star Wars plays out. So just it has to happen, and I like I like them sort of filling in those blanks of how he created such a strong base and how he's able to turn the Senate and how he's able to get all these things under his sway. I really enjoy seeing those those elements come in come into play, and and again, sort of like the you know we'll call it the tragedy of Russ Clovis for now, but that's something as as an audience I want to ask you guys you know how do you feel about Russ Clovis was he was he an innocent victim in this or was he a victim of his own ambitions his own desire, and 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 sort of he sort of got what he had coming to him because he was swayed by his power by his ambitions by his desires, so. Uh, consider that. Is, is Rush Clovis a tragic figure or not? That's what I, I kind of want to know about this arc. How do you feel about Clovis after this? And, yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> we get a little bit more Padme, I think, in this season, but not much. That, that's kind of like the kind of the end run for Padme, if, I, if memory serves, because I don't think she's, we see much of her in, in episodes or in season seven either. So not quite the final appearance of, of, of her, but uh, <laughs> it is of note that she's significantly less moving forward uh, as, we, as we get to, the, to the, uh, the ultimately early ending of season six here. We only have, what, four or five more episodes to go in it, so it's, it's a real fast one. And we got a uh, two-parter coming up, and then it's sort of a standalone, but it kind of becomes, like, it sort of wraps into, like, a three-parter. So it's, like, three plus one plus two, so five. We got five to go in this abbreviated season six. And again, I like this episode. I, I like seeing those strings being pulled. Good, good stuff. All right, my friends, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, this has been the Mandivision Podcast, episode 227. I am your host, Nargai Tom. 
And thank you for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast yet again. Buckethead Nation, you continue to be uh, surprising in your in your generosity and your loyalty to the show. And I'm truly glad you guys are all here and that you come back every single week. Uh, it means the world to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Reach out to us on social media. We're at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. If your podcasting platform allows reviews, sweet, sweet, sweet five ones, five-star ones, <laughs> five ones, five-star ones go the, go the furthest, and they help out small shows like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle. All right, Bucketheads, go out there. Continue to be great Star Wars fans. Make more Star Wars fans. Bring people to the podcast. Grow our legions because we are unstoppable. <laughs> All right, friends, until next week, remember this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I would like to see the baby.